Praise the Lord, saints. I'm Pastor Andre Matthews with my wife, Janet Matthews of Truth Ministries out of Bolingbrook, Illinois. To learn everything about us, go to our website at www.truthministries.info. We are here at WCKT 1530 AM and 102.3 FM out of Elmhurst, Illinois, every Sunday, live, 830 to 9. Join us. Until then, enjoy the show. Andre Matthews of Truth Ministries, we are live. Welcome to the show. Get your Bibles and come along with us in this journey into truth today. I thank God you could join us. I would encourage you to join us every Saturday at 4.30 p.m. on Livestream.com. Search Truth Ministries. God is building Truth Ministries as a ministry. So we have a show on Saturday and a show on Sunday. Here, every Sunday, 8.30 a.m. on 1530 a.m. and 102.3 FM at WCKG in Chicago. I thank God for this opportunity to join you today. But let's go right into the Word. But before I do, I would like to invite you to join our Ministry Vision, which is the Guttermost Uttermost Project. For more information, go to our website, www.truthministries.info. We have five phases to our Guttermost to the Uttermost Project. Just like you will learn what our proclamation of what salvation is. Truth Ministry salvation is a process. It's not an automatic guaranteed salvation. It's a process. So go to our website, learn what we believe. If you agree with us, join us. If you don't, praise God, keep on the, the path that you're on. But right into the word. Title of the lesson is, Are Christians Heathens? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Saints, are you ready for a ride? Let's go a ride into truth. Heathen defined, a person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one who is not Christian, Jew, or Muslim, as regarded by those who do. So therefore, heathens are opposite of the three major religions according to the definition. So according to the definitions, Christian, Jews, and Muslims are considered in one covenant of Abraham. But we showed you in past teachings as well as the book that the three major religions are in the covenant derived from Abraham through Ishmael because Muhammad derived through Ishmael. But who derived through Isaac? Those in the covenant of Ishmael are considered flesh. Those in the covenant of Abraham through Isaac are considered in the spirit. So God said, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith God. God says in Romans 8, he said, if you have not the capital S spirit of Christ, we're none of his. Romans 9 and 8, these that are children of the flesh, they are not the children of God. Let's get into the book. Now, You let's go over the 
the widely held definition of heathen. Remember uh, Fred Sanford and that woman always call him a heathen? According to the definition, a person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one who is not Christian, Jew, or Muslim. Let's go into the Bible. Jeremiah 10. Jeremiah 10 says, Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. Tide of the lesson, Are Christians heathens? Jeremiah 10 and 3, For the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the work of the workmen's axe with the axe, they deck it with silver, with gold, they fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must need be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them. For they cannot do evil, neither also is it in them to do good. We have a holiday coming up this month, December 25th, called Christmas. It's called the birth of Christ, but Christmas is written nowhere in the Bible. But yet Christians all over the world celebrate this holiday made by pagans. Hey! We're going in the truth today, saints. You got all these churches on these evangelists and all these people on television preaching Jesus Christ in a big old Christmas tree in the corner. Okay, taught of the lesson are Christians heathens. So here in the Bible, way back in Jeremiah, God is telling his people, learn not the ways of the heathens. For they go out and cut down trees, bring them home, make them stationary and decorate them. With gold and pearls and what that sounds familiar. Tide of the lesson are Christians heathen. Now to the New Testament. Matthew 6. Matthew 6 says, Take heed that you do not your arms before men, to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. So don't make a public dismay, display of your good works in front of all the people to see. Tide of the lesson are Christians heathens. Matthew 6 and 2. Therefore, when thou doest thy arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. For they make glory of men. For verily I said to you, they have their reward. So the, the Bible is saying these people in the synagogues go in the streets and to be seen of men. And do good works before the people. Hello? Matthew 6 and 3. But when thou doest thy arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thy arms may be in secret, that thy father that seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue. Standing in the synagogues and in corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Who do this? 
standing in the street. Hey, hey, hallelujah. Who do this? Tide of the lesson are Christians heathens. Heathen define a person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one who is not Christian, Jew, or Muslim. So the customs of what the Bible says heathen is, I see it done throughout our society today. Christmas trees, people standing in the streets, bowing to a corner of a rock. The goal of Truth Ministries is simply to show you and tell you what the books say, the truth. And it's up to you to do what you will. It's on you then. Matthew 6 and 6. Be thou when thou prayest. Enter into thy closet. When thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathens do. So heathens are religious people, people in religions according to the book. But the book does not line up with the definition of man's definition. Who are you going to believe? Matthew 6 and 7. For when ye pray, use not vain repetition. They say the same thing over and over. Hail Mother Mary of Grace. Hail Mary. Of the, doing the same things as Buddhism. Catholicism. Vain repetition. Saying the same thing over and over and over. Just showing you what the books say. Not what I say. What the books say. He tell you, don't do that. God's telling his people, don't do as the heathens do. For the heathens do as they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Even in the, the churches that I was in, deacons pray these long prayers. Much speaking, much speaking. Tell me what the books say. Matthew 6 and 8. Be not ye therefore like unto them. Don't be like them. Don't be cutting your trees down, taking them home, decorating them with gold and, 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 and silver, and they stand upright. What are the customs of that? So I, myself, I'm seeing Christianity, Judaism. Let's see is Islam in here. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask. Verse 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Matthew 6.15 But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. I see the religion of Islam cutting people's heads off. They're not forgiving people their trespasses. What the books say, their trespasses will not be forgiven. If you don't forgive Everybody that ever done anything to you, God cannot forgive you of your sins. Therefore, 
We're on our way to eternal damnation. Tired of the lesson are Christians heathens. Heathen definition is a person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one is not a Christian, Jew, or Muslim. But the Bible is telling us the heathens are the Christian, Jews, and Muslims. And all the other man-made religions are heathens. Let's go back to the book. Let's go to Matthew 23, what he says. 23, and he's talking about and starting at 1. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So therefore, he's saying that this religious system have taken over the seat of Moses. And they also taken over the seat of the Levitical priesthood. So God had an order through the Jews, through the Jews that started with Aaron and Moses, a kingly and priestly anointing. That's his system. That's his order. But over time, Satan's children took over the top positions and made a system that is totally of Satan, but it looks like it's of God. But God said he reigns upon the just as well as the unjust. And in the book of Revelation, it's called the Mystery Babylon, the whore, the mother of harlots. Why does God call this woman a whore? Because they were once his people. The people that are in the foundation at the heads of religions, they were once God's people. But the enemy turned them, just like he turned Paul, he turned Peter, he turned John. In the midst, just like he turned Adam and Eve, he's turning us. And how is he turning God's people being turned to serve God through Satan? Because of the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, they became unfruitful. Back to the word. Matthew 23 and 2, saying, The scribes and Pharisees said in Moses' seat, All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. So these religious systems of religions, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, isn't, uh, Hinduism, they tell the people to do, but they themselves don't do them. What the books say, not what I say, what the books say. Matthew 23 and 4, for they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be born and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do for to be seen of men. Lining up with Matthew 6, lining up with Jeremiah 10, they do it to be seen of men that they're holy. They make broad the phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feasts and the cheap seats in the synagogues. God, Jesus called it the synagogue of Satan. And greetings in the marketplace and to be called of men, rabbi, rabbi. What religion is called rabbis? Today I think they're changing the coins. Verse 8, Matthew 23 and 8. But be not ye called rabbi. So that they changed that. No, we no longer call rabbi but coins. For one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. Verse 9, Matthew 23 9. And call no man 
your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Neither call ye master, for one is your master, even Christ. Is there another religion that you call the priest's father? What the books say? Tide of the lesson are Christians, heathens. Okay, let's go into what else we're taught. Let's take a, a tradition of this religion called Christian. Called Good Friday. John 20. John chapter 20. He said, The first day of the week, coming Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulcher, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulcher. So therefore, when you think about the first day of the week, say the first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark. So the first day of the week is Sunday morning. So in the Jewish calendar, a day goes from sunup to sundown. That's a day. A night goes from sundown to sunup. Jesus prophesied before he was crucified. Say, I'll be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. So Mary comes to the tomb about 3 a.m., which is Saturday night. And what happens? And then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter, taken away, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said unto them, Okay, uh, he stooped down, coming Simon Napkin, went and said the disciples believed. Verse 11, jump down to John twenty eleven. But Mary stood without at the sepulcher weeping, and she wept. She stooped down, looked into the sepulcher, and see if two angels, white sitting, the one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had laid. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She said unto them, Because... They have taken away my Lord. I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing, knew not that it was Jesus. So Jesus, when he went down into the earth, another Christian lie, Jesus went down there, wrestled with the devil to take the keys of the hell and death. That's a lie. Jesus told the thief on the cross, this day you shall be with me in paradise. So in the earth, up under the old covenant, was hell on one side and a giant gulf in the middle and paradise on the other side where uh, there was a rich man that died. There was a, the rich man who was supposed to take care of a poor man named Lazarus. The Bible said the dogs have more compassion on the poor man than the rich man. So Lazarus died. The angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. Then the rich man died. He was in hell. So in the compartment before Jesus was crucified, he went down to paradise to get the people from Adam to the New Testament because the blood of lambs and goats was not good enough to get the people into eternal life, into the holies of holies. So the blood of and lambs and goats only covered the sin, but the blood of Jesus washed the sins away of the new covenant. That's why it's abomination to add the old covenant with the new covenant, which is the Judeo-Christian doctrine. It adds the old with the new. So the blood of Jesus it's mixed with the blood of lambs and goats. And you think that's not an abomination to God? Talking about what the books say. Okay. So we see that Jesus rose from the dead at about 3 a.m. Saturday night. What did he say? And they saw why weepest thou and went 14. John twenty fourteen. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing at knew not. Jesus said unto her, woman, why weepest thou, seeketh thou? 
she supposing him to be the gardener. Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned and said unto him, Rabboni, which is say master. So now Jesus is called master and rabbi, which now he's telling us, don't call nobody on this earth rabbi or master, because Mary, that name or that title or father is meant, is meant for the father and son of the kingdom of heaven. Listen to what Jesus says in John twenty seventeen. Jesus said, touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Okay, so we come back three days and three nights from Saturday night at 3 a.m., which is uh the the first day of the week is Sunday morning, which is sun up, six o'clock begins the first day of Sunday, which is the first day of the week. So Jesus rose from the dead Saturday night at three AM. So if you count back twenty four hours three times, Saturday night to Friday night is one day. Friday night to Thursday night is second day. Thursday night to Wednesday night it's the third day. Well, where did Good Friday come? I don't see a Good Friday. I see a Good Wednesday. The Bible, the title of the lesson, are Christians heathens. And the definition of a heathen is a person who does not belong to a widely held religion, especially one who is not Christian, Jew, or Muslim. Which side are you on? Now, let's look at... Okay, let's look at, um, okay, uh, Lord God Almighty, I thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to minister to your people, Father. Let's look at the warning, Revelation. Revelation 18, this is a warning. A system is made that is in place right now, and it derived from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and then the tree of knowledge of good and evil produced two Adams and Eves, the Adam and Eve, the living soul, and the Adam and Eve of the dead soul when they Ate of the tree which Christ told them not to eat of, their eyes were open, they were changed. Okay, so they began to be led by another spirit. So Adam knew his wife. She got pregnant, had twins, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel were both serving God, but God did not accept the servitude of Cain. Cain killed Abel. Then descendants of Cain, because Cain walked out of the presence of God right into the presence of the enemy. And if you look at Cain, he's blessed. Gets a wife, children, uh, owns a town, get things, and he has lineages that are called the children of men. But then God give Adam and Eve a new child, Seth. Okay, and Seth produced another lineage of children called the sons of God. So then in, later on in uh, Genesis, you see that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, they were fair. And they married them. That's when God said, my spirit shall not always dwell with men, for he too is flesh. So the spirit of God cannot dwell in us while the spirit of error is in us. And we can only have one spirit at a time. We're born with the wrong spirit on the inside of us. That's why when Jesus came, he came and died on the cross that we can be born again of water and of the spirit. But every time 
Christ moved, the devil moves behind it. And he made another system, which is a second born again, which is born again of flesh. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So there are two born agains, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible. There are two born agains. You could be born again of religion into the flesh of religion, or you can be born again of the spirit into eternal life of the spirit. So there are two of everything. No, Jesus said, okay. And he said about the mystery Babylon. What he said in 18, he said in the mystery Babylon, 18 and 1, and said, after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lighted with his glory, and cried, forgive me. I got to go back to Acts 12. That's what I was supposed to do. Praise God. I got four minutes. Praise God. Title of the lesson is, is Christians heathens? Are Christians heathens? Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I get the emails. Let's look at uh, Acts 12. He said, learn not the ways of the heathens. Acts 12 and 1. Now, about that time, he wrote the king. Stretch forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And in Mark 8, he tells you, beware of the leaven of Herod. Now, he told you in Mark chapter 8, beware of the leaven of Herod. And here's Herod. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also, then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison, delivered him to four corner nines of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. So therefore, King Herod, his holiday was Easter. King Herod was killing the church of Jesus Christ. King Herod was a pagan, okay? King Herod, the Bible says, beware of the leaven of Herod. Herod had a holiday called Easter, which Christianity calls Resurrection Day. Huh. Are Christians heathens? They call it Resurrection Day, but King Herod, it was a pagan holiday.